0: So, I was doing some portfolio maintenance and some just looking around and stuff. And
1: that portfolio. Me- Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you're the only person I've ever heard it pronounce it portfolio. Well, I it's am a, a portfolio. Really. <laughs> hey, come on, paisa. <laughs> I'm trading here. Hey, I'm, I'm, trading, trading I'm you. talking <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Crypto Basic Podcast. You are listening to our Flagship Friday. Just a reminder, our Flagship Friday episodes is where we cover news events in the crypto world, in the world abroad, economics, where we just try to break down a little bit of a slice of how we see this week in the world. And, of course, here with me are my co-host, Brent Philbin, whoop, whoop, and Adam Ruthless levy Hello, hello, hello. And of course, I'm Kareem Baruke. And guys, how are you doing today? Are you excited about this uh, Flagship Friday episode? I'm excited to hear
2: how Adam almost died. Hmm. Right before we got on the air, he said, well, I almost died yesterday. And I said, save it for the air. Oh, man.
0: What ATs, But hold on. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. That goes in the rant section. For all those longtime listeners that love us. But just in case you're listening for the first time, we're going to kick things off with some crypto news. And first thing we like to do is our rapid-fire section. These are news items that are worth mentioning, worth covering, but we're not going to dive in deep. We call it rapid-fire because it takes us forever to go through it. Who's going to take it today, boys?
2: (laughs) Well, this looks like it's basically all Adam, but I did find something funny on his first one.
1: Okay, so Adam. Rapid right.
0: fire, Adam, here he comes.
1: Okay, here I come to save the day. Uh, so the first one is actually a pretty cool one. Mark Cuban, as we all know uh, of Shark Tank fame, he's uh, definitely the guy that's seen. I feel like he wins the most on Shark Tank, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, he's also the Dallas Mavericks owner. And he has said that he hates gold. As an investment, and views Bitcoin as fundamentally the same thing. He did this in a re- uh, in an interview last week with a uh, Kitco News, whatever that is, and he's basically just saying they're both collectibles, the values based off supply and demand, blah blah blah. And we got Mark Cuban on our side, who is also previously invested in Unicoin, which is a uh, like I think it's like an esports betting app market. That's no, Adam
2: Street Sweeper. Yeah, Come that was on. a
1: Street Sweeper. It happens every... I I don't know what... You know, it's just a part <laughs> of the show unless you want to move when we tape it. <laughs> but, yeah, so Unicoin um, was... I remember seeing it and being somewhat interested in it. But, yeah, he's invested in that. And then uh, also, yeah, he... What were you going to say, Kareem? And well, so,
2: yeah, go ahead, Everett. This is a bullish or bullshit article to me because... The the title of this article was Mark Cuban Sees Gold and BTC is the Same Thing. And it was kind of presented as like, that's oh, it's a good thing. Like, it's good for Bitcoin, right? So I went to the source article rather than the Coindesk rehash of the article or whatever it was. It might have been Coindesk or who was it? it was was CoinWorld360. Sorry, it was the one that reported it. Click on the source article I wrote in our outline here. Don't click this yet and see what the quote
1: actually was. Uh, I hate gold. Gold is a religion. I do not see it as an alternative to currency. Mark Cuban says gold and Bitcoin are
2: equally useless was actually the name of the article that they got this from. And somehow they spin it into like "Ah, Mark Cuban thinks Bitcoin and gold are great or something. (laughs) Oh, my God wow literally he just talked about how bad it
1: was i got a rant here though guys but um, that's also not true go ahead kareem
0: yeah so i'm definitely of course it's we're, we're pro crypto here and i think that bitcoin has unique potential but i think it's ridiculous to say that gold is uh worthless or pointless i think that that this is probably one of the dumbest things that mark cuban has said or let me let, let me not say dumbest. Oh. It probably is just like in my case, where you only look at gold from a distance. So it seems like an investment vehicle. And you just think to yourself, oh, look, gold is this thing that people invest in. And then later on, they sell it. It's just a commodity. But it's really not. It's like an element, it's one of the building blocks. <laughs> Ooh, it's of an nature. element. Ooh. No, guys, seriously, though. Like it's literally. It's uh, AU coin. <laughs> you know I, I, all right so i was watching another interview it's it's interesting maybe i'll, I'll re-listen to that and take some notes cuz i wanted to cover this on it but gold is actually used to make things and gold is actually rare on a universal scale gold is used in electronics it's one of the only metals that doesn't corrode it's the most Noble metal that we have. It'll corrode less than platinum, titanium, iron, copper. So, literally, the building blocks of civilization, this is a unique thing. Also, this isn't even necessarily just made randomly. We've been trying to make gold for thousands of years, and you can't. You need colliding neutron stars and supernovas to make gold. So, literally, it's a very rare arrangement of atoms that can be used for very unique things. And as we saw on that Crypto Voices Twitter feed, guys, that, were, that was looking at the monetary base, I don't know if you remember, but the market cap of gold was many times more than every other currency. It was more than the US dollar and the Japanese yen combined as far as base money supply. So I think that it's really underestimating gold and the role that it plays in our civilization.
1: I agree. And I also want to clarify that the re- there is a reason why the coinnews360.com decided to spin this article because this is legitimately a fake news title because <laughs> it says the good news about Bitcoin is that there's a finite supply and the bad news about gold is that they'll keep mining more. So like right in this Kitco article, there basically there's a difference between gold and, and crypto and somehow they are Bitcoin, and they're still lumping it in together. But yeah, yeah it, I guess this is a good point to just kind of go a little deeper into the sources sometimes and not just call from like uh, a news aggregator always. Yeah, And
2: also, Kareem made the statement, this is the dumbest thing Mark Cuban's ever said. So I, I'm pretty sure Mark Cuban says some dumb things. Mark
1: Cuban, if you want to yeah. come on the show and defend yourself, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sure you have plenty of time we'll, for we'll three make an idiots. Exception. We'll let him on. Yeah, That's we'll let him Oh, but also, Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks are now accepting Bitcoin through BitPay, and they are <laughs> the second team to do it. Now, Kareem or Brent, you guys are both very big sports aficionados. Can you please tell me? Uh, and I say that, you know, facetiously, but can you please tell me who the number, the first team ever to uh, accept Bitcoin is? Because they were the second first sports team, uh, basketball. NBA
2: team. I don't know who the first one was. I, I know the Dolphins are working yeah, with Litecoin, but. Yep.
0: I'm going to, if I remember correctly, and also if I can read your outline, it was the Kings in 2014.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. we got a cheater over here.
0: (laughs) You didn't even put it on the (laughs) dropdown.
1: I know, I know. (laughs) So moving on from the Mark Cuban rapid fire, uh, Binance actually unveils the coins that will be available on its US exchange. And I'm really sad, guys. Do you want to know why I'm sad? I think maybe you guys could figure it out. Oh, No Tron? Yeah, No Tron. No oh, Tron. There's No Tron on there, and I don't know what to do with myself well, right this now. this is bullish it's probably Forbinance. just got kidney stones. Yeah, <laughs> Tron will be back in a few weeks. But, but the, <laughs> the funny thing is is that there's like this thing called BCH ABC. Is that just Bitcoin Cash? A, a new abbreviation? No, <laughs> it's not. It's old. Oh, uh, but yeah. So there are thirty coins. Your BFF Hoskinson, his coin Cardano will be on there. Uh, we got Mana. We got all these different Nano, Neo, like all, a lot of the ones that are pretty well known. XRP. Uh, yeah, and no engine though. And I was a little, you know, I was I was sad to see that. But you know, you can't have it all. And these are. this is definitely a good start to the first 30 that they're going to have in US Binance US's exchange.
0: Yeah, it's just a kickoff. That doesn't seem like a problem. Yeah. You know, it's a good it's a good collection of coins here. And uh yeah, no Tron, that you know, that means they're doing some due diligence over there. So this is good.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, the only stable coin. Oh no, never mind. I'm wrong. I was looking at the thing funny. Yeah, TUSD. 3 of the coins are stable coins. They have TUSD, USDC and USDT. So, hopefully a new kicked off exchange will mean that people will be less likely to use those USDT markets.
1: Why do you think there isn't Maker? Uh, I'm not sure that people
2: are all in on Maker or on DAI yet. I don't know. I don't know why it's not there. Obviously, it's the best as far as I'm concerned, because I think that the algorithm works and it's decentralized. But I don't know. Good also, question.
1: Also, I think it's it might not be on Binance right now
2: oh it might not be actually i remember you needed to use like hit btc or something to use it so maybe they just yeah haven't gotten up there yet
1: so that and the last part of the rapid fire is new jersey has started a blockchain initiative task force and this is kind of a funny task Uh, it's just it's just a funny thing they are it's a task force they gotta (laughs) figure it out if so we can figure out
0: what's going yeah. on
1: <laughs> what they're figuring out is if blockchain is actually a disruptive technology that is going not going anywhere so that does when new jersey oh. has a task force to figure this out do you think that
0: we can get them to look at this whole internet thing i mean it's it's sticking around it feels i like. mean
1: i don't know it feels like they should probably do that did they maybe they never had a task force for the internet you know 20 years ago and they should probably figure that out
2: hey come on i'm mining it, I'm
1: mining <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah hey Pazan, i think this is a blockchain is gonna be a thing uh, all right that was a really bad italian new jersey mario impression I'm thinking of sopranos <laughs> it's me adam <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of cool. Um, sorry to anyone who isn't Italian and living in New Jersey for that terrible <laughs> accent. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this is good. This is another state. To- I like how
0: you apologize to everybody else except the people that you totally misrepresented. In the-
1: yeah. like, <laughs> everybody
0: who I didn't just make sound like an idiot. Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I was just recalling the Sopranos. Forgive me for giving a bad accent. So... Nevada, Ohio, and Wyoming, they all are, are kind of getting started on the blockchain. Uh, you know, they're jumping on the blockchain bandwagon. And New Jersey now is as well. And this is good because eventually this is going to start providing a legal framework for, you know, how to operate within each state.
2: You know what I just learned? That Reno is becoming like a huge tech hub.
1: Yeah. I remember there was a podcast uh, with Rob Wolf on joe rogan a while back and he was talking about how reno was kind of uh on the up and up and elon musk has the gigafactory there and then next to it is this blockchains llc company that i still have no idea what they do but they literally opened up a massive office next to elon musk gigafactory Hmm. so also it's kind of in an area where you can you're not too far away from sf if you need to go there and uh you know tahoe is not too far i could see it being and it's also in nevada where people happen to you know they have favorable you know there's a lot of good things tax wise for nevada
2: yeah they don't have a state tax it's pretty favorable (laughs) it's one of those one of those things all right before we move on boys I got a couple things to say one if you haven't entered our giveaway for the hundred dollar wild foods gift card you still can there's i think two days left on that or something like that i just sent out a tweet <clears throat> you can enter it in a bunch of different ways you can like follow us on twitter you can do all kinds of stuff click on the link every little thing you do get you an entry and then we're going to give away two fifty dollar gift cards to wild foods And why are we giving away gift cards to Wild Foods? Because Wild Foods is a sponsor of the show. And we are madly in love with Wild Foods. We're wildly in love with them. And their wild food ingredient. God, this is a terrible ad. Listen, (laughs) they've got real food, real ingredients. And they'll get it to you really fast if you order from them. I actually
1: have a a non-shilly kind of thing to talk about. I just want to say that I had the Wild Foods Tropics. I put it in my coffee every day and i legitimately think it really helps my brain
2: no it's awesome it's a blend of a bunch of different uh mushrooms and some cocoa powder not cocoa powder sorry maca powder and turmeric so it's a proprietary blend that they made and it is pretty sweet so anyway check out wildfoods.co you can go get your stuff there and you can use code crypto basic 12 for 12 percent off your order we don't even get a kickback from that we just give you just a discount that's it all right kareem i think you need to talk about your favorite thing a big bank
0: (laughs) i see what you did there but this story is about a big bank and coinbase guys barclays or a source has been saying that barclays is ending their relationship or partnership with coinbase so what were they doing exactly well it looks like They had a um, partnership that started in March uh, of last year when Coinbase started spreading into Europe and Barclays was being used in order to allow, you know, particularly uh, British people to be able to buy and sell crypto deposit, uh, use pounds, basically. Um, Neither company, though, responded when this uh, um, journalist reached out for comment. And specifically, they said that. They repeatedly asked Coinbase for comment, and Coinbase would not comment. So we'll see.
2: Repeatedly? <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. Repeatedly. I even bolded it here.
2: Repeated. They're like, hey, Coinbase. Hey,
1: Coinbase. Coinbase. How Coinbase. come you, yeah, how come you <laughs> and Barclays aren't <laughs> wow, friends so anymore? So Coinbase ghosted them?
0: Coinbase ghosted them. Um, and guys, this has actually been a common problem for crypto. There was a survey that showed, that, at least in the UK... Uh, three-fourths of crypto businesses had to bank overseas, and it wasn't even just businesses like Coinbase that are actually handling transactions and need banking services, but you even have situations where like, a web developer or a web designer can't get banking services because they're doing it for a crypto-related company, which is pretty absurd, of course.
2: Yeah, of course that's absurd. There's been all kinds of weird things that shouldn't, block people from using crypto that are probably gonna to continue to get worse before they get better.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean I think um we'll see what Coinbase says about this and honestly if they have some kind of other method of facilitating things for people in Europe, then it might not really matter. <clears throat> or they might be in damage control mode right now and trying to figure out what they're gonna do. But Anyway, so it's an ebb and flow. It's also just a reminder that I think um, in our podcast, we certainly cover a lot of these positive stories where we're like, oh, look, this major institution and this major institution is not working with that blockchain. And it does seem like a relentless movement forward. But it's important to remind ourselves that, no, it's actually an ebb and flow. And some of these partnerships are being canceled and removed. And maybe it's two steps forward, one step back constantly, you know?
1: I actually saw just today there was a two stories, one saying Santander, which I think is a a Spanish bank. Uh, They reported, or yeah, they reportedly halted Coinbase payments. And then seven hours later, they then came out and said they denied they were blocking Coinbase deposits in the UK. So yeah, like like what Brent is saying. I feel like this happened a few years ago in, in America for a bit. Yeah, it still is. You still can't use credit cards
2: on or many credit cards on Coinbase. And some of the debit cards or banks still block you. And I suspect that that thing where they said they were blocking it and they weren't is related to this. It may be that Barclays has ended their relationship. And because of that, it looks like they're being blocked, but they're actually not. But we're going to we're going to stick with Kareem here because (laughs) we're going to crypto around the world. He's the only one who puts these stories in crypto around the world, I guess. Yeah, you guys are Uh, so America
0: centric. I don't get it.
2: Yeah, well, we were just talking about the UK, which apparently is not crypto around the world. I guess it's Coinbase, so, you know, that's fine. But tell me about New Zealand and what they're doing. Random New Zealand anecdote (laughs) slash tangent. I read an article about a feminist brothel that is run in New Zealand where, like, i guess it's legal there and the brothel specifically is run by somebody who labels themselves as feminist and they have like a whole setup for how they handle make sure the girls are treated well they're like they ask them do you want to take this client nobody has to do it anyway it was interesting to read about like the the brothel that's being run the nice
1: way flights to new zealand are only 700 round trip (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Yeah, both of those are great segues for my next
2: story.
0: (laughs) Which is New Zealand is about to become, and by that I mean they did become, the first person, the first country to legalize (laughs) salary payments in cryptocurrency. It is now legally allowing companies to pay salaries in crypto and bonuses starting on September 1st. This was determined by the country's tax agency uh, that ruled you know, you can go ahead and do salaries, bonuses, wages in cryptocurrency. Um, they put a couple of stipulations. One is um, that the crypto has to be uh, directly convertible into some kind of standard form of payment, which makes sense. There has to be a market for it, right? So you can't use like some like Safex or some weird- You can make your
2: own company's coin and pay people out, it. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, right. Well, uh, there's well, another... got Wild Foods coin now and everybody's getting paid in Wild Foods coin. <laughs> exactly, Brent. There's another mention
0: in that. Um, they actually exclude self-employed workers from switching their income to crypto, probably for similar reasons to that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, not a lot of depth here. We'll see how many people take advantage of it or anything, but it's good to see it in the law books. Uh, you can now get paid in Bitcoin So, Brent, you can go do the research about whether this applies to all the businesses that you like in New Zealand. But for the time being, crypto's on the rise.
2: Well, just to be clear, I don't know if I like those or not, but I am willing to try them. (laughs) And I would even uh, go ahead and do a relationship with this particular uh, brothel. If they wanted to fly me out, I would be happy to test their product and report
1: on the podcast.
0: Always oh, willing to sacrifice himself. For All the right, beard. maybe we get lucky
1: and next <laughs> week we have Mark Cuban and the owner of The Brothel on the same podcast. Well, we'll, you know,
0: we'll, we'll see if we have we'll available see.
1: bookings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, on location.
0: But then I have one more place to go around the world. Guys, when I talk about transparency, freedom, lack of corruption, what do we think of? Russia. That is right.
2: So Moscow, oh, I was going to say America, damn it. <laughs> so close though. So close. No,
0: no, no, this is, this is kind of a funny story. It's like, ah, oh, man, I'm torn here because it's good. It's good. But also, ah, come on, Moscow. So here's the title of the story. Moscow to develop a blockchain system for transparent city services. And everything looks pretty good. It basically is a story about how Moscow is getting ready to start bidding for a, contract to build an Ethereum based blockchain system. They're willing to spend 57 million rubles is more or less the budget, which is about $850,000. And they want to create a system again built on Ethereum that is going to help with certain services that the city does. Let's say, for example, the issuance of documents, um, maybe for property owners or for people who are residents. I guess the farming slot, the allocation of slots in the city farmers market, they could do it through this uh, blockchain system. And they wanted to use a proof of authority verification system as well as having a max capacity of 1.5 million users. And what's interesting is apparently, this isn't the first uh, experiment with blockchain that Mas- Moscow has been doing. Um, The IT department has said that they want to use blockchain to increase transparency in order to increase public trust in the system. So they want to integrate this with, um, they also have another program called Active Citizen that allows people to, Basically, vote or express their opinion about certain municipal things. Nothing major, but like for example, <laughs> yeah,
2: not not anything like election <laughs> electing the president or anything. No, 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 like that.
0: No, no, right, right, right. But you um, know, looks like mean, get crazy or crazy. Bike path. Listen, but this is a municipal government, right? So that that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. But also, all right, well, this is at a very local level. Where to put bike paths? Where you know what kind of street decor to use? City events. Um, I guess it it could be. An interesting way for communities to become closer, for you to be able to express. Like right now, we don't really communicate with our city about events and stuff. We just we live where we live, and whatever goes around us, uh, goes around us. So it would be interesting to see if blockchain does provide some framework for more uh, responsive government at a very local level.
1: But I, act- just- I actually love this, uh, and I have a specific reason why, which is <clears throat> this is kind of a rant also because, you know, the birds and the limes and the jumps and all these dumb little one words like, whoa, four whoa, letter, whoa, 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 like, whoa. No, hold on here. And here's why I'm going on the the, the rant is that I don't mind that they exist. Granted, I've never been on one because I just what? don't I don't trust myself using a lime. Uh, <laughs> I went on a skateboard once like 20 years ago and felt like I nearly died. Uh, I mean, I would hit up a jump like I like biking. That's cool. But also, I do not think it is safe for anyone right now. This includes the cars and this includes the bikers slash limers slash fucking whatever, because there, <laughs> there is no bike path. There's no path. There needs to be another path in every city that has these for these alternative vehicles. And so it's like I'm I'm walking and my hands flail when I talk sometimes. I'm walking a, here. Yeah, I'm walking, I'm walking here. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> and I will legitimately like like I could definitely just hit a limer passing by on the sidewalk. That's dangerous. Also, it's dangerous for them to be in the road. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think like voting for something like this so that we can have new bike paths or new, you know, stuff like this is actually pretty cool because this isn't something that like the ultimately that the state officials care about or the the federal officials care about. This is something that like I care about because I I don't (laughs) want to hit someone. You're
0: right. You're right. And it is a form of more responsive stuff. And listen, ultimately. Like, let's, let's t- make two assumptions, right? That this is a legitimate, genuine attempt to make municipal government in Moscow more transparent and more responsive. And also, let's take it for granted that the, the big picture Russian government is corrupt and oligarchic and authoritarian and all that stuff. Well, if a bunch of these little type of projects take off, at the very least, it makes it more difficult for an authoritarian government to easily cheat steals you know all this kind of stuff and change happens from the ground up right so who knows yeah.
2: do you think they have lime and bird and stuff in uh moscow maybe something no. similar to it but probably it's
1: just not. probably called like babushka i don't know <laughs> what <the fuck>? none <laughs> of these that's my favorite uh, russian word this is for what is that, what russian,
2: is that a russian word
1: babushka come on you're being uh right now do you know what that is well that was hebrew or Yiddish. that's, that's yiddish Babushka bushka is a old woman or grandmother
0: Ooh,
2: we're back in crypto in around poland the world. or russia so so it could have been a polish word all right all right <laughs> yeah i want to take a second here because we were on the subject of limes and moscow and all or er, stuff and i want to tell people first of all the scooters are super fun second they're super dangerous jj almost killed herself my girlfriend when she fell off of one and three don't use lime if you use one because they're scumbags like I tried to use one they're broken all the times so like you if you get one and it's broken and you boop it and you turn it on you just rate it one star and then tell them it was broken and they refund you well uh, I guess like I, I somehow managed to start too congruent uh, or no I did a, I started a lime it was broken but the next thing they had there was a bird so I turned on the bird and I guess like I didn't end the ride properly with the lime because it was broken and I just sent them the messages like I didn't use this and they're like oh well According to your phone's GPS, you went these places. And I'm like, yeah, I know, because I grabbed the bird that was next to it. So they, they said, okay, sure, we refunded you. But they only refunded $7 of the $8. And they were like, well, the $1 is the fee to start. And I was like, really? You wanted to get me for a dollar? Now I'm just mad because now I don't trust that they're ever going to refund me anything, so I'm never going to use Lime again. I don't care. And I, I went off on them, and then they gave me the dollar. But I'm just mad that I had to even think about that. So, yeah, don't use Lime. Yeah, gone.
1: Postmates, you just get it all back if, like, something goes wrong. But more importantly, the Moscow, Moscow does have scooters. And oh. they are. Uh, so I'm going to get this uh pronun- pronunciation wrong. But they're called, the rental service is called Delisimo Cat. <laughs> yes, Delisimo Cat, of course. Cat. And then it literally translates to share scooter, <laughs> so Aww. there you go. Moscow is in the lime game. Not a single one of those companies is profitable,
2: by the way. They're all like getting trounced, really, because they can't. Their their scooters get destroyed. They can't keep them on the road long enough to break even on them. So it's going to be interesting to see how those companies shake out, and then we just have like a graveyard of dead scooters somewhere. And a yeah. lot of,
1: and. People that have had serious injuries on them over the actually, the this grand. is
0: the point in history where the incentive to create the indestructible scooter comes into place. We're six months away, guys, from the indestructible scooter. So enjoy. <laughs> with like a force
2: field <laughs> bubble around you, yeah. titanium alloy, so that Adam can't knock you off your scooter when he's walking in. Yeah, I'm <laughs> walking in, Come on now. All right, enough about companies that aren't making money. I think it's time. To talk about companies that made money and then stole it, <laughs> it's time for that's a scam.
0: scam. No, no! 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 That's a scam.
1: Yeah. So this one came kind of. This one's rough. This one's rough. So I think like late last night I was searching for articles, and of course, Dovey Wan, who I mentioned last week and mentioned uh, twice before. Yeah, she she's because I, I you know she's very tuned in, in what's happening in China. And she said that the biggest Chinese Ponzi scheme has scammed 70,000 Bitcoin in 800K Ethereum totaling almost $3 billion. This is way bigger than uh BitConnect, right? Yep. How much was BitConnect again? I think it was I a billion. I think under? they got up
2: to about a billion market cap. Yeah.
1: Yeah so this this (coughs) token is called plus token and it started in mid 2018 as a high yield return uh with like air quotes and they basically were just they had i think ongoing sell-offs since about july and it's in in uh her tweet there's actually like a, a lot of tweets about this but there's one with a picture of the six people that have now been caught and detained and are probably facing like honestly decades worth of uh jail time
2: and um if for no other reason than crypto is even if they didn't scam like they're doing something illegal for china
1: yeah and it's kind of a weird situation though for like so let's say binance binance when they had their scam or not sorry not scam not scam uh they had their hack or there was something where like immediately CZ gets on Twitter and they're saying we're going to give money back and blah 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 and it's very vocal to everyone and like you know other exchanges kind of were like tracking it down but it's harder when it's in China because they're so kind of you know private or uh, there were there were multiple things where it's like technically crypto exchanges are not really legal but they still exist and there's all this gray area. So it's not like you can go like Binance can go, hey, to this random, you know, Chinese exchange or, or hit up the Chinese federal authorities and kind of get help from that. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll, they'll do something to get people's money back. I'm not really sure how all this works with that. Nobody's getting
2: their money back on this one.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a hard truth.
2: But, you know, and it looks like this Bitcoin and Ethereum might have. I don't know if they seized it or if they figured out that it was in the wallets and they can't seize it. Uh, This is pretty breaking right now. Like, we're going to learn more about this. We'll probably do a follow-up next week. But this is we're talking about $3 billion worth of these coins, and they're going to be sold. Like, they're not going to just sit there. Either the authorities are going to sell them when they can, or these people are going to sell them and try to get money out of them. We're talking about... Damn near one percent of the total supply of cryptocurrency in existence is here in this scam. It's insane.
1: Yeah. So if you're wondering why, like the current, there's been a big price drop. Kareem, even you know, I assume you haven't checked, but yeah, it's been a it's been a rough (laughs) couple of days. I mean, if you have one percent of the market cap dropping out, it's going to be cut or not dropping out, but kind of. Being moved, or hey, obviously it's not happening all at one time, but I'm sure there's been a lot within the recent days. I don't want that, to spoil yeah, I, it
0: too much, but uh, in the rant section, I might have something to say about why I did look at the price.
2: Got it. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Called Cream out for not looking at price, and
1: he did. Um, also, I'm going to put the, this uh, there's a picture, one of her tweets that is basically a graph that was made from this security audit firm, Peck Shield, that they do an analysis of the money flow of Plus Token's wallet. And it's kind of cool. I mean, granted, it's not cool. Like, scamming isn't cool, obviously, but seeing <coughs> the where it originates from Plus Token and all these addresses and then how, you know, those go to different wallets and then they, some go to Bittrek, some go to Huobi, some go to, you know, all these, like, it's cool that they were able to figure that out. You can definitely, you know, it's interesting that you can track all this stuff.
2: The other thing that I'll say is I saw an anecdote by somebody. They were saying that they went to, like, one of those little booths where there, th- this lady was selling. She was selling, like, wallets. Real ones, not crypto wallets. Uh, she was selling, like, knives and stuff like that. Just like a street vendor, right? And she had a sign for Plus Token and Bitcoin. So the person started talking to her about, like, what bit, what Plus Token was. And she was like, it's amazing, it's the best thing ever. I put my money in there and I get 8% every month back on in my investment. And the guy said that, he's, that he warned her, he's like, that sounds kind of scammy, you might not want to do that. But it didn't matter what he said, she was you know, more ingrained in yeah. it even, just by him bringing it up. And I'm like, well, just another one of these.
0: Why would you question a 96% guaranteed return on investment per year, Brian?
2: Yeah, what's,
0: what's sketchy about that? Oh man, <laughs> these naysayers.
2: It's almost as if it would be real easy to find all of these scams just by figuring out which ones are guaranteeing you some sort of massive return.
1: It's just crazy how you can prey on people's emotions when there are a lot of people who just probably have never had even close, like never been even close to rich. And they've just been working their you know normal lives every day and then they get targeted by some sinister ad company and then all of a sudden these people are like wow this is a chance to get out of my situation and then they just get completely wrecked it's pretty fucked up yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly on that but all right we have another scam story uh cypher trace uh, brent you want to talk about that
2: it's somewhat related to what we were just talking about so cypher Cypher trace put out a report that says 4.26 billion dollars has been stolen so far this year in cryptocurrency hacks or exit scams just in quarter two 124 million dollars has been stolen from exchanges bringing the year-to-date total up to 227 million dollars the whole report has a bunch of little points that it hits on but i thought it was kind of funny that they mentioned that 851 million was lost by bitfinex and they also were very clear that the numbers that they're reporting in U.S. dollars are the U.S. dollar values when the hacks happened. So technically, the hacks are significantly higher because the uh, the market has gone up significantly since quarter one. So it's even more than we're actually reporting. I also thought it was pretty interesting in the report that Monero was only used for 4% of dark market transactions, which... I was kind of blown away by, it. I, I would have assumed that, they, I mean, I don't use dark market, I guess, dark markets, but I would assume that they would had moved away from Bitcoin after, after Silk Road, but apparently not. Apparently they're still using Bitcoin. Monero was the fourth most used coin or it, it, total out of all of them. Uh, Litecoin and Ethereum were also above Monero. Doge was the fifth most used coin on dark net purchases, which I thought was pretty funny uh i don't know like where you're buying like weed with doge but i feel like that's got to be fun
1: (laughs) yeah i'll take an ounce of weed for seven million doge
0: (laughs) Dude, my favorite doge thing i don't know why it's so dumb but my favorite thing is how they keep referencing their future price like one doge equals one doge (laughs) and that's always i'm like yeah that is true
2: So anyway, there's a whole list of like the events that have happened over the course of the year and they kind of sum each one up that are kind of related to regulation or price. Pretty cool report. You can definitely click on it in the show notes uh, from Cypher Trace. Finally, they did. They have a big section on the new financial action task force group, which is FATF, is how it's abbreviated, which, as we know, is related to somebody on the show. It means that anything over $1,000 is going to require identifying information and that they suspect they're going to build a way to make everybody identify anything over $1,000 but that nobody can see except governments. So they'll do some sort of like government has the key to the uh, identifying information if they get approval or something crazy. And I'm just thinking like, yeah, no way that's going to be work out badly. So keep an eye on that as far as like sending money and this stupid fat F... Task force thing, and uh, hopefully, they aren't able to succeed in that.
1: It's like this is why we can't have nice things because there's <laughs> dudes that, although you did forget to mention that of the 4.2 billion, 2.9 of that was plus token. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, the, yeah, 2.9 of that was well, <laughs> that, hey, we're including the plus token thing. That's that has got nothing yesterday. to do
1: with us, that's just all China, you know. We can't, that's we don't, you know, we're not, you know, <laughs> look at so it's weird. only 1.4 billion for the rest of the world.
2: <laughs> yeah it's like the like the poker players that win like the million dollar buy-ins and all of a sudden they're the winningest poker player in the world <laughs> it's like yeah good job buddy <laughs> yeah all right i actually grabbed a mailbag question for today Ooh. and uh the the question was on discord i actually answered it on discord but i've i gotten this question enough times that i felt like i should give the answer on the podcast Uh, It's from in Technicolor. They said, just want to ask, as I'm not entirely sure where to ask this, but has anyone had any luck or experience with crypto cards? I'm looking for essentially the equivalent of a debit card. Does this exist yet? I've come across Torino a few times in my search, as well as, for better or worse, Coinbase's shift. I don't think Coinbase shift is available in the U.S. So I, I can only answer this as a U.S. citizen. I don't know what Torino is. I've never looked it up. But the closest thing that I've found in the United States to a crypto debit card is Cash App. You can, inside Cash App, swiping very easily, buy and sell Bitcoin in literally half a second. And you can have a debit card linked to your Cash App. They have the Cash App debit card. It's like this black card that they send you. And it's got a couple of cool features. One, it has these little power-ups that you can put on it. Which get you money off of different things. So one was like 15% off Chipotle. One was the the one that I leave mostly activated is the one that's 10% off of Whole Foods. So literally anytime I go to Whole Foods, I get my prime money off and then I get my 10% off, which starts to make the prices at Whole Foods palatable. So that's what I use. And I have very often noticed that I have no cash in there and sold Bitcoin in order to put cash in there and then swipe the debit card. So that is the closest thing that I know of to a crypto debit card. They they don't take fees, but they do have a pretty they have a spread that they make money on for the for the exchange rates. It's owned by the same guy who owns Twitter, Jack, and uh, and that's what I would use. And I'm gonna segue right into my rant here in the rant section about Roger Veer. He's deleted the tweet so I can't actually remember what it said specifically. But I just wanted to remind everybody that something that I kind of forgot. I forgot how much of a piece of shit Roger Veer is <laughs> because Craig Wright he like Craig Wright has made him look good by comparison. So I'm like I don't hate him as much. And I've kind of like stopped mentioning that he's a turd or whatever. But just to be clear, Roger Ver is also a fucking turd. So he posted a, a tweet that said the reason Jack is interested in the Lightning Network is because he's clearly sleeping with Elizabeth Stark. Wow. Like, it was ridiculous. And I, I, I commented on the uh, Crypto Basic Twitter, like, just in case you forgot how much of a piece of shit this guy is because of Craig Wright. Like, here you go. And again, I don't remember the exact wording of the tweet. And uh, he deleted it. So, and he didn't say like in the comments or anything, guys, this was just a troll. Calm down. Like he, uh, it was just obnoxious. So, just a reminder that Roger Veer sucks. And I don't know what this next rant means. I think this is you, Kareem, right? Yeah. So,
0: I just wanted to rant a little bit, a little positivity. As you guys know, I'm not a very active trader. So, that means that I get less hands-on experience with the actual trading platforms, the softwares, the wallets, because a lot of things for me are like, make a purchase, put it into your hard wallet, don't look at it again for a long time. So I was doing some portfolio maintenance and some just looking around and stuff,
1: (laughs) and that portfolio meet- <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but you're the only person i've ever heard it pronounce it portfolio well i it's am a portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> hey come on baza
2: <laughs> i'm
1: trading here hey, I'm, I'm, trading. Tra- I'm, <laughs> tra- I'm talking here
2: <laughs> um
0: yeah you're right portfolio is correct <laughs> my brain sometimes reads it out loud any phonetically anyway um So that means I had to do a lot of maintenance, guys. I had to go through old wallets. I even had to restore some keys because I forgot some passwords and I, I had to do the whole process. And all I have to say is across the board, I'm talking Ledger, I'm talking Neon Wallet, I'm talking the exchanges themselves. Everything has gotten so user-friendly. It was so easy to use. A lot of the mistakes from before where you're, like, worried about putting in the key are no longer relevant. Like, everything is starting to, in my opinion, it started to look like a real user experience and not like a nerd kind of, like, who's really into this experience. But, like, something that if my mom was looking at it, yeah, it should be a little lost. But she would have an idea of what the next step is, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. That that's cool. So I'll I'll check it out again in ten years and see how it looks. And,
1: uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it was it was good stuff. What did you What did you do to re Were you like rebalancing? Or? I did rebalance.
0: I did rebalance a little bit. For example, I converted everything that I had left in Dash into more Cardano because I think that Cardano is really undervalued. That's not investment advice. That was my personal opinion. I've been really so. This really started because I wanted to buy some Bitcoin because I think that the recession markers are really clear. I think that we're really about to hit, you know, some major kind of money printing worldwide. So I wanted to buy Bitcoin. And then when I was looking at it, I'm like, wow, dude, Bitcoin has held so strong and you have so many projects here that are like a shadow of themselves. You know, Bitcoin is still trading at 50% of its all time high and Cardano was trading at like 4% of its all time high. Uh, So then that made me really reevaluate. So I did a couple of things. I decided to keep my Neo. Uh, because that was my first crypto investment, and I want to see where it goes, and I see, might have a future. But I took all the accumulated gas, and I turned that into Cardano. I turned my Dash into Cardano. I took some extra Bitcoin and turned it into Cardano. And then, you know, whatever, I'll probably do some Bitcoin investment still, but that was
2: what prompted I, I love this. You're like, I wanted to buy some more Bitcoin, and then once I actually got in there, I bought all Cardano. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, get rid of my Bitcoin for Cardano.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I do find it so yesterday I was playing poker and I happened to mention the podcast and they we were just talking crypto and it seems like there's this pattern that I keep hearing of a lot of the bitcoin the maximalists are are just like all these coins are just useless and they're overvalued and they're all theoretical and it's like yeah to some that's extent that's exactly what
2: people said about bitcoin <laughs> like,
1: yeah and and exactly it's like all coins are dead and it's like what what does like that's just that doesn't mean anything Stop it doesn't it. even
0: mean anything it doesn't, it
1: doesn't even mean, mean anything. anything if These anything
0: are- like this is the this drives me crazy you could make an argument i think that bitcoin is going to crush every other i don't know just straight up currency but what's the case to compare bitcoin to ethereum or cardano or they're not even trying to do the same thing. Bitcoin doesn't even itself claim to do the same things that Ethereum or Cardano are trying to do, or Binance coin. Binance isn't trying to be a a, a currency or something. So it just doesn't make any sense. It, it means that you look at the entire space as this one thing because you like this one project. Yeah. And I'm clearly the most pro-Bitcoin person on the cast, or at least I've been for a long time. It still doesn't supplant everything else. And it's just like that other comment about, you know, some people are trying to make it seem like Bitcoin supplants gold. No, you can't make jewelry with Bitcoin. You can't make conductors with Bitcoin. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Not yet. There we go. We turned it into a rant. We turned his things are getting better into a rant. (laughs) And uh, we, we got there. Look, Adam, we still don't know how you almost died. Holy Julian's oh, yeah. time. Well, actually, I have two in the past month, which is kind of wild. Um will you go- should ride more scooters and you get more stories. Yes. Was it
0: did, was it when you texted Brent, oh, I don't die on my 30X year. Not, uh, get it? a little reference to the main event. Never mind. No.
1: Oh, yeah, Okay. I thought <laughs> you post, were referencing that. I, I don't bust that yeah. on the
0: first date. Yeah, I don't bust <laughs> it. Kings versus Aces. That was
1: wild. It was literally like three hands later. So I was my my roommate was cook uh, he was like de-thawing a chicken that had been thawed for hours and it was a massive chicken that he was trying to cut up and uh,
2: de-thawing would be freezing correct
1: uh yeah so that is not a word uh (laughs) is not a word uh i don't know what the technical word is then but yeah basically it was just cutting this chicken that was thawing for hours And he was having some trouble with it and he was using like a decent knife, like not a huge one, but like a smallish one. And I'm just like kind of sitting, he's facing me cutting it with the chicken, like kind of right in front of me as I'm sitting, like facing him, talking to him on the counter. And my other roommate is there too. And all of a sudden the knife just breaks apart in the chicken and all the knife pieces go flying like into four pieces Whoa. and two of them like like i saw them just go like whoosh like through like cross like 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 if the one on the left and like if let's say there were two pieces that like i saw one going left to right and one going right to left like past me and it could have just gone straight into me in my neck or something That's pretty scary dude. Yeah. Wow that's and like some free accident, accident. Yeah. yeah it was like a free accident like this is such a bullshit way to go <laughs> Dude, <laughs> and then speaking of, <laughs> come on i'm living, <laughs> I'm living <here. laughs> speaking of another uh bullshit way to go i was driving this is in between the main event uh day two and day three we had a day off and i'm i'm crushing it i have like 200 big blinds or something ridiculous like i'm way over average looking feeling great and i'm driving to my uh, steakhouse echo and rig in vegas by the way fantastic oh, echo steakhouse. And rig is great. yeah you should go there if you can and it's like 7 p.m on a sunday no one's on the road i'm going 70 miles an hour and all of a sudden i see this black thing in the road and i'm like okay like i need to move out of the way of this thing you know so i'm my i like I react real quick and I'm like, oh shit, what is that? Let's see what it is. I'm going to move. And then I realize, holy shit, that thing is moving towards me. What the fuck? And as I'm realizing what this thing is, it's a fucking tire bouncing on my side of the road, coming at me at like (laughs) 70 miles an hour. And it goes like, bounce bounce and I, at that point I'm like oh shit it's a tire oh my god what do I do and I just move but as I move I realize I'm completely helpless to move anywhere and it just bounces right over my car bounces over another car and goes into the grass and doesn't harm anyone and I'm just like holy shit that just like fucking happened I legitimately and and I was looking up like YouTube clips of tires hitting cars after <laughs> and honestly i would have been wrecked like if it hits the windshield that windshield is not going to withstand oh, yeah. the force of a rubber tire coming at you at seven miles an hour and they would just go into me and probably just completely wreck me so yeah
0: i'm wow. really so glad today you we survived, learned that buddy. adam
2: like really sees these these events and plays him out in his head and how he dies horribly in all of them. I have a legitimate question. Have you, any time in the last month,
0: like, made some kind of wandering vagrant angry? Or was there, like, a gypsy <laughs> whose goat you took?
1: Is there anything that we should know about? I, I feel like I need to give back to the gods somehow or something hmm. to, you know, maybe make an offering to avoid this. I'll
0: throw some miles my way and uh, we'll call it clear.
1: There you go. <laughs> Since since we're on
2: topic of cars, I I don't know why we're, this has been like such an off topic show, but uh, I I was driving a Tesla the last few days, and it Ooh, just solidifies everything break. that I thought about that car. Sick, break. like is it amazing? It was an old one, but I used Turo when I was in Vegas, and, and instead of it was it cost me an extra forty or fifty bucks to rent the Tesla than it would have to rent like some shitty car from Enterprise or whatever. So I just did it, and uh, yeah. That was it. Was amazing. Really,
0: but Oh, dude, the, I want one so bad. I'm not gonna lie. That's like my one really materialistic uh,
2: desire. It's I want one without ever driving one, but it's not. I don't consider this materialistic. Like it's just so much better than every other car out there. Like, like the the just the not having to turn your horsepower into torque. Like the second you touch the gas, the car's like, Nyo! you know. I don't. I know you test drove one, so I don't know how like aggressive you got with it, but. I could be doing, like, 70 on the highway, jam my foot down on the gas, and the G-forces would throw everybody back in the car instantaneously, and I would be at, like, 100 miles an hour almost inst- instantly.
0: Not like, not to mention the safety features and the fact that the inside is, like, super sexy and comfortable. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, I want one so bad. But how can I buy a Tesla? When Cardano's so cheap. <laughs> yeah.
2: Kareem, Kareem goes to the Tesla uh, dealership and walks out with more Cardano <laughs> and no car. He's like, sorry, buddy. No sale for you today. Yeah, I just did some math.
0: I just did some math. I'm going to buy three Teslas in 2050. See you then. <laughs>
2: uh all right i I think we've successfully ruined any of the crypto content in this podcast so i think we did a good job guys
1: i actually think we did a pretty good blend of like kind of like going way off topic and then reeling it back and then kind of off topic again and didn't go too off the rails i agree with adam we did great all right we did we did
2: we should give ourselves a pat on the back we're podcasting here that's the end (laughs) we're listen make sure to follow us on patreon uh join our patreon dollar an episode would be the minimum there you get a cool little uh engine token non-fungible token and also follow our twitch crypto basic i think we're gonna start like streaming i I tried streaming a game called gods unchained it was basically hearthstone uh, yeah it was basically a hearthstone clone almost exactly the same but uh maybe there's another game that'll come out that'll be more interesting to to stream i don't know but in our giveaway that we're doing with the wild foods we've gotten i don't know 20 followers or something like that on twitch so hopefully people will join us when we actually decide to do that my test stream didn't go that well but we'll try it again in the future all right that's it uh remember kareem you've got something to share i do (laughs) yeah that we're not people oh i am i
0: am people i believe adam is people as well and despite the cold emptiness of his heart brent is people too However, he's not a financial advisor. Neither is Adam. Neither is me. Make your own investment decisions, people. We're just entertainers.
1: (laughs) See you guys. Later.